everybody. Welcome to the Women's Dating and Confidence Podcast. My name is Amber, and today we're going to be talking about the thought, I'll never find another one like him. Before we get into that, I want to share with you my free guide called Copy and Paste Texts for when he's pulling away or acting flaky, and the link for that is going to be in the show notes of this episode. Also, if you haven't scheduled a free 15-minute coaching session with me, you can do so by going to my Instagram bio, and there's a link there to book that free session, and you can ask me any question you have around dating or confidence, and I'll give you some coaching on it. If you are interested in a more in-depth experience where we can work together to really grow and create the results that you want in dating, then you can check out the link in the show notes and schedule a coaching consultation. So that's a more in-depth call where we actually look at the different skills of dating and we do an assessment to see where you're at with each of those skills. So dating is one big skill and then there's little skills that are part of that skill. The same way if you are a basketball player, there's the skill of shooting, the skill of dribbling, the skill of like different things going on in basketball. Those are the only two things I know. But dating is the same way where we have different skills that make up the skill of dating. And in the consultation, we're just getting a really clear view of where you're at with those different skills. And then we can talk a little bit more about how we would work on those together. And it's just really clarifying for what your work is so you're not wasting time trying to solve the wrong things. So anyways, the coaching consultation and that assessment is for people who are interested in learning more about working together, coaching together. Um, If you've been listening to the podcast for a while and it's really been helping you, then I would definitely check out that link in the show notes. Okay, so let's talk about the story, the thought, I'll never find another one like him. And this is something that I hear from clients really frequently and also something that I've thought myself. (laughs) And it's the kind of story that if it goes unchecked and if we keep feeding it, it will last forever. Meaning you can be 10 months out of a breakup, a year, two years, three years. And if you haven't dealt with this thought, you will still be thinking that it doesn't just go away with time. So it's really something that you need to address. And so in this episode, I want to give you a few different perspective shifts to start to loosen that story a little bit and ultimately to not let that story get in the way of your future connections. Okay, so the first place that we want to start is to just allow that story to be true, which means that it was a special connection and the timing was unique, and that person was unique, and it won't repeat itself. And we can actually appreciate that connection for what it was. We don't have to diminish it or make the person less unique. Um, But we can also expand our perspective to include other perspectives so that it's not limiting us. The second perspective that we want to add to our beliefs is that different connections come together differently. So what can happen when we have this story of I'll never find another one like him is we start to compare other connections to not only that person, but the way that that connection came together. 
So maybe you were friends first and that created a really solid, amazing foundation for you. And then you had a really extraordinary connection come from that and it didn't work out for one reason or the other. And then you might have a belief going forward. Oh, well, I don't know about online dating. Like usually I just meet people in person or usually I just meet people and I'm friends with them first and I create that foundation. And we can create this limitation about how different extraordinary connections can come together. And it's really important to notice that it's so different for different people. And there are so many different ways that it can come together for you and the next person that you have that amazing connection with. I mean, I personally have fallen in love with somebody from Tinder. (laughs) So um, that's one way a connection can come together. I've also been friends with somebody first and then created an awesome relationship or met somebody at an event. And just in general, not only with the way that you meet them, but also emotionally how it feels and how it comes together is going to be different and unique with each person. So With some people, it's really fast. Like you just have that instant connection and it clicks so quickly and everything comes together and the chemistry is off the charts. And with other people, it's more slow. And I see this with clients as well, where some people create connections where they have that instant fast connection and I'm like, slow down. And (laughs) with other people, it takes them a few months to get to know somebody and even get to that point of wanting to be exclusive. And it's not that one is better than the other. It's really important to not compare it to how you think it should come together. So when we drop the expectation of how it should be based on this past person and how it was with them, then we can just meet each new person with a completely fresh slate and just let the puzzle pieces come together instead of constantly comparing it and thinking that it's not the right connection because it doesn't feel the same or look the same like it did with that past person. The second perspective that I want you to remember is that I'll never find another one like him is a thought and our thoughts create our results. So when you think I'll never find another one like him, you probably feel hopeless and discouraged And then you take action in dating from that energy of thinking you'll never find another one like him. And maybe you get really frustrated with dating easily, or you get really exhausted by it easily, or you go on dates and you're not really being yourself or fully open to the other person because you think it'll anyways never be that good. And so the way that we think creates the experience that we have in dating, which then confirms what we were thinking in the first place. So you are creating the result of not finding somebody who you have an amazing connection with the same way that you did with this person by thinking that you'll never find somebody like that again. And it's just really important to understand that it's not the other way around. It's not the case that you're not finding somebody awesome and that's why you think, oh, I'll never find someone like him. It starts with what you're thinking, and then you're creating that experience for yourself. The next perspective is that doubt is normal. And really, this thought is just a thought of doubt. 
doubting that you can create the result, that you can find the result, that you're worthy of the result. That's just normal. And everybody has those thoughts come up whenever they're pursuing something that's important to them. So rather than really believing in it and indulging in it and taking it very seriously when those thoughts of doubt come up, you can just label it like, oh, there's doubt again. And it's completely normal. And just remembering how terrible our brains are at predicting the future. (laughs) The next thing that I want you to do is take off the rose-colored glasses. So, so often when we have a unique connection like this, it was awesome and it was great and there were parts of it that we really enjoyed. And we create this story in retrospect that it was perfect And it becomes this huge drama and tragedy. Like he was the perfect, most amazing, extraordinary person and I lost him. And that's a story that we're choosing to tell about the facts of what happened. And so it becomes very easy to focus on all of the good things or the perfect things about the connection and not really think about the ways that it probably wasn't built to last and that probably wasn't the person that you were meant to be with. And one way that we know for sure that that's the case is that you're not with that person. So you're not supposed to be with that person if it really was that extraordinary and strong of a connection, it would have lasted. And so we want to actually go back and look at what are some of the signals even early on that I saw that could have been issues later on. And very often when I do this with clients, it's amazing what comes up. It's like really huge glaring red flags or issues that would have definitely caused problems down the line. So if you're going to feed the story of how perfect and amazing they are, it's only fair that you also equally pay attention to and feed the story of, hey, maybe it wasn't perfect, maybe it wasn't built to last, and maybe this wasn't my person. Even in connections that I've had that were only a couple weeks, where we only saw each other a few times, but... I fell really hard for the person and I also struggled with that story of, oh my gosh, he was so amazing. Um, When I would do this exercise, I could realize that even in those two weeks, there were usually moments and little signals of that not being the right connection. For example, me asking them a question and them kind of shutting me down or um, not having quite the same sense of humor or making plans was difficult or just little things that even within a few dates you can notice with somebody and if you're struggling with this story of oh my gosh he was so amazing and I'll never find another person like him it can really help to remember those things and um, not just brush them off and paint this picture of that person being the most perfect person that you ever met the last thing that I want to leave you with is a quote from the book Loving What Is from Byron Katie. And she said, happiness may look entirely different from the way that you imagine it. So again, coming back to that idea of our brains being really bad, (laughs) predicting what will make us happy. Sometimes we are really stuck on the idea that that person was the key to my happiness if that had worked out, if I had been with that person, I would be happier than I am now. 
And what we want to realize and come back to is we don't know that that's true. And there may be a different way for things to come together that you can't even think of or predict or comprehend or put together that will make you so much happier than you could have ever been in that connection. And just think about it. Did you ever get something that you really thought would make you happy and it didn't? Like you thought you got the perfect job and you were so excited about it. And then once you were in it, you realized it wasn't what you thought it would be. Or maybe you thought something else would make you really unhappy, like you lost your job and then it led to some other amazing opportunity that you would have never seen had that not occurred that made you really happy. So sometimes we just need to let a little bit of magic into our lives and the way that things fall apart and come together and trust that if this didn't work out with that person, then it means that there's something even better in store. All right, everybody, thank you so much for listening today. If you enjoyed this episode and you're enjoying this podcast in general, it would be super amazing for you to share a review on Apple Podcasts. And the way that you can do that is by searching for the Women's Dating and Confidence Podcast as if you're looking for a new podcast. Click on the image, scroll all the way down, and then you'll see a spot to leave a review. And I really appreciate it. We're almost at 200 reviews now, and I just really love reading them. So thank you so much. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you next week.